you for tuning in to the Teaching for the Culture podcast. This is your host, Bianca Goolsby, and I'm an education activist fighting for equity in education and justice for all students. Bullying fights, oh my, this is something that is getting out of control city by city, state by state, where we are having issues with the violence happening in our schools. And so this has become a interesting topic because a lot of people have taken this topic and has made it a race thing. And I don't believe that that is fair to do due to the fact that this is impacting all schools, just not inner city schools. So Here in Tampa, we've had several headlines of issues where students are fighting on campus, where something is done on social media and then they respond in action. The kids stand around and they record the fights and they post it on social media. So let's play some headlines nationwide. All new at five now fighting on school campus caught on camera. Ten students arrested from Leonard High School this year because of that fighting. And all new at five, we're learning fights are the top problem at that school. ABC Action News reporter Nicole Gregg has been digging into state records and found out the problem is actually growing. One parent tells me the district is not taking this serious enough. The sheriff's office has stepped up patrols for today and tomorrow. One video shows girls ripping out another girl's braids while she's down on the ground. The public videos posted to a page dedicated to Leonard High School fights. We're blurring faces because they're juveniles. You can see here multiple fights at the same time. A note for journalism. When you use the word juveniles, it has a negative connotation. You could have used the word minors. Just saying. The school district says the 10 arrested is a small amount compared to the 3,300 kids who attend the school. They also say they don't tolerate fights on campus. We asked the school district what type of actions they are taking against these students. However, they say that they cannot tell us what type of discipline they hand out. Reporting in Hillsborough County, Nicole Grigg, ABC Action News. A violent brawl caught on cell phones at Paramount High School. It started with a couple of students, but then it got much worse. Deputies finally rushed in, had their guns drawn. Well, they even pepper sprayed several students to break it up. CBS 2's Crystal Cruz is live in Paramount now with more on the big brawl and what may have started it. Crystal. Yeah, Pat and Jeff, the irony here is that a photo or video was posted on social media. That may have started it. Well, now this fight has gone viral on social media. The superintendent saying everyone involved is going to pay the consequences. A violent fight between two teen boys at Paramount High School in Paramount caught on cell phone video and posted to social media. The fight escalated and several students, possibly 20, jumped in at the cafeteria and food was even thrown. The superintendent of the district tells us the fight started over inappropriate photos and videos posted on social media. You can see here deputies on campus. They were called in to get this under control and use pepper spray on the group. The school nurse checked out the students and according to the superintendent, Dr. Ruth Perez, all students involved have been suspended while an investigation is completed. The school district will continue to do everything in its power to maintain the safety of all students. Those students that initiated conflict will receive appropriate consequences. 
And according to the sheriff's department, two students were arrested and another two were taken to the hospital after being pepper sprayed. The top at six now a scary scene caught on camera here. A brawl at a high school basketball game. And among the victims, a female player. And you actually see her get punched by a man nearly twice her size. Let's get right to local 10 news reporter Christian De La Rosa with this story. Christian. Yeah, so all of this went down as tensions were rising in the middle of a basketball game here at Washington Park. That's when apparently an adult decided to hit the court and join the fight. It's an all out brawl. Teen girls from two different basketball teams are fighting when an adult man comes into frame, punching a teenage girl in the head, slamming her to the ground. Watch again, the heavy set man grabbing the girl by her hair before throwing the dangerous punch. All of a sudden from behind me, this big guy that I'd never even seen before, he grabbed me by my head and he conked his arm all the way back and he hits me. The 17 year old speaking first to local 10 news, the blow so powerful she says she blacked out before other adults are seen coming to her aid. I'm glad that I'm okay. So these are headlines from just this week all over the nation. So I wrote this piece and I identified solutions that could really change the game and make the public education system so much better. So solution number one is to increase teachers pay. We keep hearing these headlines of teacher shortage, keep teacher shortage, right? But that's full of crap. The reason why teachers are leaving the education field is one, because it's becoming unsafe. And two, because the pay, they're unable to live. And so they are moving to other jobs be just because they need to get paid what they're worth. So there's no teacher shortage. There's a shortage of people that want to get paid $35,000 a year for having master level experience. And this is why our schools are understaffed. Solution two is that we need to have licensed mental health counselors that are relatable to our children. And so when we look at the trauma that is in our schools, we need to also look at conflict resolution as well. Solution three is to have meditation rooms and spaces that allow children to reset. Basically what's happening is that our children are being bullied and they're being placed in these situations where they feel like they have to fend for themselves because when they report what's happening, nothing gets done. Solution four is to encourage social media influencers you know, the people who have our children's attention, such as, you know, music stars and YouTubers, to really address the violence happening in our schools. There is a whole segment on World Star Hip Hop that's dedicated for school fights. And they post these videos on YouTube, and it has over 2 million, 3 million views. We literally have six year olds singing, I have murder on my mind. These things are very toxic and damaging to the minds of our young children. Solution five is for school districts to create a task force to observe social media. Because this is what students use to perpetuate bullying and it often goes unchecked until after a fight has occurred and now an investigation is starting. And my last solution goes to the parents. Because parents need to be aware of the dangers of social media and how it plays a part in the mindsets of our children in the classroom and outside of the classroom. And parents must be engaged with these cell phones and know what's on their children's phones. Because social media has taught our children to place more value on likes and clout rather than human life. I was disgusted when I found out that dozens of kids literally witnessed a stabbing 
and just recorded it on social media and did nothing to help this young man. Listen to this. And the 18-year-old charged with second-degree murder for the killing that took place here was an aspiring rapper. He'd even made some hip-hop videos in that regard. But he was on video today in a very different capacity. It was the first time seeing Tyler Flock as a murder suspect. No comment from the 18-year-old who is off to face a judge for this, a crime related to this brawl involving up to 70 people outside of a strip mall on Monday after school. A friend of suspect Tyler Flack was concerned that new student, Cassine Morris, was too friendly with the friend's ex-girlfriend. So Flack fatally stabbed Morris, detectives say, and they add Flack isn't the only one responsible. We are still investigating the other persons that were with him there. Um, we've identified upward of seven. But Flack pled not guilty, and his attorney made a comment about victim Cassine Morris that left his dozens of supporters in court gasping audibly in disbelief. There's certainly evidence on social media that tends to suggest that that group is involved with street gang violence. It left the victim's family in tears and speechless. We just want to give you the opportunity to respond. Meanwhile, Cassine Morris's many supporters keep coming to the scene of his death. None wanted to comment, but their presence speaks volumes. So this white boy kills this young king and then criminalizes him and say he was part of a street gang. When will it stop? So on today's episode, I'm just going to pray for the safety of all our children and hope that we see better days in America because our children are dying out here and we need to do better. Peace.